Let's go. Hey guys, you're listening to the Last Set Podcast. A um, little bit of a different tune today. So usually we're always talking about fighting and we, we might talk about it. We'll talk about it a little bit. Like the, the, it's I Technically, it's not really like MMA related because it's the Tyron Woodley, Jake Paul thing uh, that I'd like to get into. But then after that, we're, we're just going to, let's just have a fucking chat about some... We, we, what we used to do is we used to do an MMA hour, used to do an everyday hour. Yeah. And an MMA hour, we'd talk about fight stuff, and then everyday hour, we'd talk about normal shit. And um, we haven't done that in a long time, so we might as well switch it up, a little bit of different pace and things like that. We always love to talk about whatever films, TV shows we enjoy. So Yeah, I mean, yeah. what we've turned into now is like, we've done this podcast for well over a year. We're hitting that, one, we nearly hit 100 episodes, but... For both of us, in the, the space of, like, three months, our lives have pretty much dramatically changed. Like, you've left mm-hmm. uni, you've uh, you got yourself a good job now, mm-hmm. you know, I have, a girl, I have a girlfriend now, I mean, I'm running the bu- uh, my PT business pretty full on, I've left stripping now. Mm-hmm. So, really, I just wanted to flow, man, because mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, we can just sit down and have a talk and just be ourselves rather than just you know going off a checklist mm. you know well, how long were you doing the stripping thing for for four months so four years four years i did the stripping right. and then what happened was i had my last show on august 21st spectacular night and it was it was awesome i had a great time girlfriend was there and i just felt like you know you we can you can prim- I, don't, I don't know what your thoughts are on this but like if you could go back to when you were 18 years old right mm your values are very, very different to when you were 18 years old to where you are today. Yeah. So, so when I started different the job, person. yeah. So when I started with stripping, like what happened was, is, you know, I was 18 years old, I didn't give a fuck. You were one of the first people I told. Fast forward four years to now that I'm 22, I've got a business, we've got this, which, you know, we've been, I've been dedicating as much as I can to it lately. And then you got a girlfriend, you know, dancing in the clubs on the weekend doesn't become really that fun anymore. You think more about just, having a nice quiet night in, you think about uh, your next client, you're mm. not really thinking about your next show. So what happened was I, uh, I gave the boss one month's notice. I said, thank you, man. It's been a blast. Uh, but I want to move on to new projects, you know, dedicate more time to this. And really, yeah, that's what happened. And he said, all good. And then after giving it everything I got for the last one month, mm-hmm. we literally went, th- did three big massive shows, two of them away, one in Darwin, and then recently I came up for BJJ competition and then straight into the next show. Mm. And by the end of this last month, I just felt absolutely exhausted. Yeah. 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 So that's what, that, that's what really would happen. There's a lot of like commitment to it in terms of like rehearsals and that you don't get paid for rehearsals. You nah. just got to do a lot of dancing rehearsals yeah. to make sure everything's all like runs really smooth. Yeah. Well, that, that's correct. I mean, because the company that I work for, you know, it was huge, you know, the rehearsals were, yeah, you know, they, they were full on. But it, and then when it came to stage uh, showtime, you know, it, it was it was all worth it because that was the tier that we had to be in. And it, for me, it was just, I was holding on because the guys who I dumped with were just so close to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like I really needed to ease out of it. Yeah. And that's, uh, and that's really what was happening because I was doing a little bit less. They were doing all these extra rehearsals. I was doing a little bit less. Mm. I was doing more podcasts, you know, we're putting out like multiple episodes a week now and I was getting a couple more clients and it just got to a point where if you look at my value hierarchy, just, it wasn't up there anymore. Yeah. Something I had to give. Yeah. 
Do you reckon you were probably one of the youngest guys there, though? Yeah. No, I still am. I'm still the youngest guy there. Still the youngest guy. I, th- I don't believe I was the youngest ever to get into it. Mm. But put it this way, I was 18 and I only just been out of high school for seven months when I started. Yeah. So that's pretty, that's pretty young. Like, I was still getting asked for ID when to go to my own shows, you know what I mean? And now, you know, I've done so many shows and so many hours and dedicated so much into it. When you have done it for so long, you start to think about, okay, what's next? You know, yeah. like with us, we're always talking about what's next. We we want better equipment. You know, we want better lighting. We want more views, more more followers, more ads. That's what's what was next. Yeah. 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 That's all. Anyway, and yeah, so now this this last week for me, I've just chilled. Yeah, I mean, we didn't. I didn't. I haven't done any interviews. I haven't done any Zoom calls or anything like that. I've done a little bit less on clients, and I just felt like I needed a week to recharge. That was all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you do when you're recharging though? I just. <sighs> I just backed off the pace of everything. Yeah, so you got a busy schedule, yeah. like like myself, and like you've we, we both juggle a lot of shit, like going like working out and uh, for like physical health, and then with like whatever brings us in money, like my job in sales and yours is in in personal training. Although I was I stopped PTing by the way, stopped PTing last. You're not week. PTing anymore. Last week I stopped um, doing personal training. How come? Um, just it was very like because. I was, uh, PT kind of started off as like your part-time work and then it became more of a full-time job. And then I was doing, a lot of it was all, it was like mobile PTs plus I was like working in a gym and I was also working for myself. And it was like, it was not, it was not bad how it was going, but um, that gym started to die a little bit. um, And basically that, I mean, I I can't mention the name of the gym though, but they, they said literally like, um, we might give you a higher position, Jack, but I need you to know that if, you know, if we, if we don't get this gym up within like the time that we like, well, I don't know if we'll like, but essentially my, my, I'm not too sure if I'll have a job. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Cause that, so they might have to go a different way. Mm. Um, and I'm like. That's sick. Uh, I think I'll look at other <laughs> avenues. So, and then I looked more into just doing like normal mo- mobile PT, and that's what I was doing. And I, I worked for a really good mobile PT company as well as so my f- for myself. Mm-hmm. And um, what was the name I of the mobile? Oh no, I can't ask you that. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, so they were over in the eastern states though, but okay. they, they they branched out, and I was like the first. Um, I was the first PT they had here in Western Australia. Really? Yeah, I was the first, and I I'd been I must have been working for them for like. Eight, seven, six or seven months. Mm-hmm. So it was for a good for a good bit, and then I was doing my own my own mobile PT, and I really enjoyed it because it gave me a bit of flexibility and and stuff like that. But then when I got into my full time role, and then I was doing PT on the side, it got very difficult for me to do both. So basically, I had to just I had to like uh, start chipping away at how many clients I had, mm-hmm. you know, and then it slowly became just one client, and I was like, okay. He's got so many weeks left in his contract. I'll finish that. I'll let him know, and then I'll be off. And he was a good bloke. He was like, "Yeah." He was trying to, f- he was trying to like finesse his way into like, you know, you know, maybe another ten weeks, maybe because he w- really, yeah, yeah, because he re- he really wanted. He was like, "Oh, are you telling me now?" 
because um, we got on real well. And he said, oh, can, can you at least write me a program? And I was like, yeah, of course I can. He was like, oh, um, uh, how, how much will it cost me? I went, it's free. I'm, yeah. I'm leaving. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, no, I'll get you, I'll get you a card in. And I was like, yeah, about that. I don't accept alcohol because I don't really <laughs> drink. So, so I don't really accept alcohol as payment like most Aussies. <laughs> That's what happens like, if like, you ever see like stuff on Marketplace or Gumtree, they'd be like, oh, this. Or if you slab me a slab me a like a slab yeah. exactly and you give me you give give me a slab and I, i'll be happy and that's how a lot of um aussies work here but i'm not used to that I, i'm not a drinker so i'm literally like nah you can keep your card and mate like, oh, i'll give you 50 bucks so i got uh, i got i got an, a, a 50 that for something i would have done for free anyway so yeah actually glad you brought that up like i had a had a situation like that just recently actually i was selling off i was selling my um gym equipment because mm-hmm. when we had the last lockdown i couldn't get access to it so i thought to myself what was the point yeah yeah and there was this guy that i met if you're listening to this because i told him to listen to the podcast his name's sean sean mm-hmm. shout out to you man i sold my swiss bar right mm-hmm. for and i put it up on gumtree for 100 dollars, and i thought it was for 200 you know oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and then he rocked up to the place and then um i said uh oh man and he rocked up straight away it was like on the, the day Wait, what bar was it just a normal the swiss bar you know the one the neutral grip bar the football oh bar. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah you yeah, know yeah, the one i'm talking yeah. about yeah so because it's my favorite bar by the way mm-hmm. and he rocked up like within a day of seeing the ad mm-hmm. and then he shows up to the house and then i was like oh, i was like he was a really nice guy i was asking him why he wanted it he said he had like uh pains in his like for, um, elbow you know like golfer's elbow mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. was like just from doing pull-ups and i was yeah, like yeah. really and then you know we done a little bit of work and rehab and i thought i was giving him some tests and i was just quickly testing it out. i just thought he was a really nice guy and all so i gave him a five kilo plates and the collars and i said oh he goes how much for and i was like oh yeah 200 he's like oh on the ad it said 100 even though i just given him the collars and weights with it and i was like oh no and I was like, oh, whatever, man. You can just take it. He goes, you know what, mate? Yeah, I see what you're doing. I'm lucky. I'm going to give you some money just for the collars and for the plates. And I said, man, look, it's all cool. And I was like, man, honestly, you seem like good. Let me help you out here, you know. And I was like, okay. And then he said, how much? And I was like, mate, for the collars, for the weights, just an extra 20 bucks, really. Next day, I open up the account. He gives me 50 bucks. Really? Yeah. And I, 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 I honestly thought... Like, that was just so nice and so severe. Mm. I kept in contact with him. I said, look, man, I know you live south of the river. If you ever pass the UFC gym one day, we say say names, but you ever pass my gym one day, come down, I will sort you out. I'll give you a session and I'll help you out, whatever you need. And you're always like, it was just, honestly, it was just a moment of the kindness of strangers does exist. You know what I mean? And and I sent him a message saying, honestly, man, good people are hard to find these days. So thank you. Still got a, a fucking $50 discount regardless, but <laughs> good shit, good shit. Yeah, either way. A lot of people wouldn't do that stuff. A lot of them wouldn't do that yeah, stuff. Yeah, no. yeah. Because I've, I've had a nightmare of like doing that kind of stuff. And yeah. it's, it's a nightmare when it comes to that sort of thing. People are stingy as fuck on Gumtree and Marketplace though. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on, well, I'm on my fourth car. I know exactly <laughs> how it is. Like You put a car up for four, fuck, you're getting $850 fucking offers and shit. Uh, or would would you would you swap for a fucking I don't know it'll be like a 
fucking I don't know. It'll be like a commie ute that has like <laughs> bush chook in the back or something, and it, yeah, it like and they're like, yeah, swaps. I'm like, no, no, five hundred dollars your way, no. <laughs> you meet those people that just sell a car and it's already broken down, like. Oh yeah, it'll be unregistered and things yeah. like that, and uh, they'll be like, "Oh, it should be easy to register it." Why don't you do it then? Yeah, it would be worth more. <laughs> they know it's not. They know it's not. Yeah. Like it's so bullshit. And like you'll see, because I'm looking at a new car now, and and then I'm like, "Well, this is cheap." And then I'll read the end, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, it's got problems." Yeah. And then I'll look at the problems, and the, and they'll be like, "Oh, but it's such a good car." I'm like, "You can't drive it." You can't actually it's start. Not, it's not worth seven grand. <laughs> it starts. It won't move. It's useless. It's a fucking. It's you could use it as a lamp. You could turn on the headlights. It's a lamp. That's all it is. Like that's that's, that's shit. That's all it is. That's, so that's pretty funny. So so I'm like, okay, because uh, when I look at it, it's like it's usually like a gearbox problem or something like that. Because yeah. I'm looking at Euro cars. You could be careful about um, transmission issues with them because Euro tax. It'll be double what it usually is for like. Your normal Japanese car, yeah. and I'm and I'm looking at. It, I'm like, fuck. I can only imagine how expensive it is to fix this car if yeah. you've put this up for like seven thousand dollars. Because I'm like, fuck, that's a ripper deal. Yeah. And then I read it, and I'm like, okay, so it's a useless car. Yeah, it's just something that someone's trying to get rid of quickly and just get a little bit of money out of. So it's their liability that they're trying to get off. But yeah. like, a fuck a car that doesn't move. It's it's only uses. Uh, a lamp or maybe a a sound system. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that, that's all. The, that's or a heater. Well, uh, yeah, like <laughs> or, or an air conditioning unit. Like, yeah. like you don't have aircon in your house, jump in your car. Just that's all that would be useful for. Yeah, you can just strip that thing and sell it for parts. Really, I'm pretty sure. That, that's what a lot of people will do. They'll just strip it, but it's like, and then they'll just sell the shell, which is basically just scrap. Yeah, but the only way that you make good money from that is if it's a it's a the demand for the car itself is already quite high. Yeah. Like if it's like a classic car, or if, or if it's something like a um, a high end sports car, you can strip that and make more money than it's worth than if it's unregistered. Yeah. But if as soon as you see it's unregistered, you're like, mm, I'm okay, thanks. Nah, but bit, people these days will still ask for like twenty five grand. I had that the other day. I was like, oh yeah, how much is this? Because I quite like the the Japanese sports cars and that. And he was like, $25,000. I'm like, cool. Is it registered? No. Oh, okay. So I'm buying an unregistered vehicle for $25,000 that you can't... Oh, it's easy to register, bro. Well, why haven't you done it? Be worth more. You want twenty five grand? The fucking cheek. You know what I think is funny as well is those people that, you know, they start a car project, like they're going to build a car yeah, in their yeah, garage. Yeah. They never finish that car. They never, ever so finish A lot it. of the time they say, oh, I had all my... I had this list of things that I'm all going to do. My dad built a fucking car. He built the fucking Ford Escort. Yeah. He did that from a shell. I pushed the shell off the trailer for him. Really? And he put it in there and he built the car within like eight months. See, that's the thing though. Your dad's very, very handy though. I was talking about those people that have like jobs going on and they have the car as a side project and they're not super, super skilled in building cars. You know what I mean? They like cars. They're hell into it. They but just then don't have the expertise. Exactly. And then... They don't like it enough to build their own. They just want to show it off. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's also like with a car, like you'll probably have... Like I can only imagine how many mental breakdowns my dad probably had and how many, <laughs> and how many walls he's probably put a hand through. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like um, shit like that. Nah. 
I I like fuck no. I wouldn't want to build a fucking car. No, if it had the if the engine blew a ho- like a hole in the side of the engine block, I'd just go. Nah, I'm gonna go take that to a. I'm not doing that because the amount of like heartache. It might be cheaper for you to do it yourself. Yeah, but the fucking emotional stress of you going fuck. Yeah. Where's the tool set and like it's not, it doesn't work and everything breaks. Yeah, fuck no. No, 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 no. So the people that probably still have their car in the, the unregistered car in their garage and like, oh, yeah, she'll be a beaut in six years. Like, they like, never like they'll stuff. never do it because they've probably been tried it, had a go. Yeah. Had a little bit of success, met failure and went, fuck this. Yeah. I'm going to go have a beer. And that yeah. was all they did. Exactly. They'd probably try that for a while. Yeah. I mean, God forbid today, you know, I mean, it's... If you do end up building it, like get, don't be afraid to ask for help. Like get some people over, you know, get some people you know. That on car, your own, a lot takes of so long, a lot of car guys do that. In it. Yeah. A lot of car guys do that. Like they'll just come over and they're so into cars, they'll just come over and they'll hang out. Like the yeah. car guys are such good people. You know, one thing, yeah, that's true. But one thing I never really understood was like the purpose of. I'm not a car guy. I know, I know you are, but <laughs> I never understood the purpose of car meets. It is. I swear to I God, to it. me, love, car meets are the biggest good, dick measuring contests I've ever seen. I love a good car meet. I love a good car meet. I just don't. Uh, like you go to a car meet and these guys just trying to show off how flashy their car is. My mine's more flashy and I'm just like. It's more like you go out with your mates and it's not so much car meets. It's more the crews that you guys, it, it's not so much the meet. Because the meet, sometimes, the real dick measuring contest is when the people actually, like some people will just, have their car there and they'll stand out front. They go, oh, that's a nice car. The real dick measuring contest is when the people have, some people, because they think their car is fucking sick and look what modifications I've done, big turbo, whatever. Yeah. They'll put up their bonnet and everyone's meant to go, <laughs> and like, it's, it's, that's the real dick measuring contest because then like, they'll be like, yeah, I spent 5k on that. And like that, that's the real, like for me, like for me as a person, as like a business owner as well, a car is a liability, you know what I mean? It's a massive liability. Like, my, my car that I got out the front, like, mm. oh, man, I hate that. I have to look forward to the car payment every month. And, you know, i got to make sure I'm working enough to make sure I can make the car mm. payment on top of my bills. Like, when people say to me, oh, yeah, go out and spend 5K on the exhaust, I'm like, mate, if I had 5K, I'd pump that into the business so I can get more money out of it. I'd pump that into this podcast so I can get money. I would not put it towards that car. You know what I mean? Unless I was paying it off quicker mm. with a flexible loan, which I'm not. So that's why. Yeah. You know? And, uh, I, I, said, don't, I don't know. I, but a car guy doesn't think that, though. Car yeah. guy thinks miles per gallon. That's what they think. Yeah. They don't care that in one of those car meets you were talking about, they probably fucking have to fill up the car like maybe one one, one or two times. Because yeah. they're fucking flying and they're thrashing it. And <laughs> they don't care. They don't care because it's miles per gallon. That's what makes them happy. And like working on a car... Um, helps them. It's like something that they can concentrate on. It's something that they, it's like a, it's like what, like most guys, like it's, it's football for them. Yeah. And talking and going to the pub and shit like that. They wouldn't see the point of going to the pub and drinking piss and like even watching fights. Yeah. But fucking cars are their fucking thing. And they see three grand, fuck, I'll do that right there. Me, myself, I'm a little bit more reserved. I can't see myself spending that much money on uh, especially on cosmetic shit, people spend all kinds of amount of money on cosmetic stuff, but yeah, it's just 
It's it's crazy. You, you, there's weird car people. Yeah, yeah, there's there's looking from an unbiased perspective. You know, everyone has the right to spend. It's their money. Spend it on what you want. You know, mm. it's just we all got different mindsets. We tend to judge each other for each other's actions. We're being ignorant of our own. You know, it's it's just the way it goes. Um, yeah. yeah, but again, for me personally, I can't see myself spending much money on a car. However, anyway, to change the subject, there's one really really cool thing I've been dying to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. What's up? Spider-Man trailer mm. just dropped. Did you watch it? I did. Uh, well, I watched it when it got leaked. Me too. Me too. On that fucking little well, Hopefully phone. we didn't incriminate ourselves right there. It was fucking everywhere. It was yeah, on Instagram. It was on YouTube. It was on Twitter. It was yeah. everywhere. How the hell did it get leaked that quickly? It must have been some... Because some, it was a recording of a recording. Yeah. It was someone's Instagram story. Yeah. And then someone recorded that Instagram story. Correct. Yeah. So someone whoever's been there, maybe there must have been like a screening for all the employees. They must have filmed it. Because it wasn't uh like good. It was really it shit it quality. Was really shit quality, right? And then someone filmed that which made it even worse. And then you watch your on your crappy phone. Yeah. Watching someone else watch it on their crappy phone. Filming someone filming on a crappy phone. So it looked dog shit. It did. But um and then I watched I, the original. I was like, "Oh, so it was a trailer because it was so bad." Actually, it's like the day the, the day after they just dropped it, they were like, "Fuck it." Well, apparently they weren't even supposed to drop the trailer. Um, no, they weren't because uh, it's meant to. The Spider-Man movie is supposed to come out in December. Just yeah. to drop a trailer for that is very early. Yeah, August. I mean, yeah, it's August. August, August right now. August so we got well September, too. October, November. We still got roughly four months to go. That's, r- that's way too long. Yeah. Um, well, if you think about it, then again. James Bond got delayed and that trailer's been out for well over a year and then they dropped another one like a few months ago, so. True, but I assume... Um, and it still doesn't come I'm, out to the end I of the But sometimes that means they've done a trailer before the COVID thing hit. Yeah. And then they've got to do post-production. Like how... Um, what was one that, that, that they had to do? Uh, it was Black Widow? They, they laid Black that. Widow, yeah. I watched Black Widow, actually. That was pretty, we'll that was talk good. about that in a bit, but... The Spider-Man one was cool because there was a lot of rumors that um, we were going to see the other, like, Spider-Man, yeah. Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. And to be honest, I must say, I don't think Andrew Garfield gets enough love. I really like those Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. I, I know Tobey Maguire, that's like the OG. Everyone will be, like, they'll watch those movies. So if you were watching Tobey Maguire, because they actually came out when we were growing up, right? 2004, I think the first Spider-Man was dropped. Yeah, we, we thought they were all right, but we thought it was a bit corny and a bit... Eh. And then now you watch back on it now, and because it's the first Spider-Man and now we're on the third Spider-Man, everyone goes, that's the OG Spider-Man, da 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 But they're quite corny movies. There's a lot... They're very good in terms of, like, how it goes in comics and sort of things. But it's f- the corny writing is so yeah. like. Ugh. I mean, you keep seeing that uh, Harry Osborn meme going around. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. and you see the Spider-Man meme of Peter Parker dancing in the street, you know, mm-hmm. the black suit mm-hmm. from the third one. You know, but then again, I like the corniest. You know, there's a reason why this is this that should be accepted because again, it is a comic book movie. You know, it's true, a, true. But I, again, they were trying to. It was the beginning of its time. It was there for its time. You know, they had something to build on. But then again, th- this new Spider-Man that's coming out, like they they keep saying, oh, apparently it was rumored and the photos were leaked of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire were on set, mm-hmm. you know. But then again, I'm like thinking to myself, after we've had Loki, Wonder Vision, and 
you know, what if they they're exploring the universe, you know, the multiverse. Yeah. And it becomes more and more likely that it could be real. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But they also there's also the in the trailer they notice that there's a suit that Peter uh, Tom Holland Peter Parker is wearing. It's the same suit as the Tobey Maguire one was wearing. Right. So uh, uh, their other idea is that it's not going to be Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. It's going to be variants of the Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, perhaps. In different universes because there was that. And then there was the thing they noticed with Doctor Strange. Apparently he looked like he had the time stone again when he lost it to Thanos. That was the, um, uh, what do you call it? I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember the eye of uh, Okamoto or whatever oh, it is. Yeah. Like that, yeah. But that is what held the time stone. You never yeah. use the time stone to do whatever what happened in the trailer. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just a prop. I don't think it, it really has. A lot of people are thinking, oh, does it still have the. I don't think they do. Because it, if. It makes sense for the other parallel universe to have their stones around, but the. The Earth One or whatever you're going to call it in the, that universe, those stones are destroyed. Yeah. So you don't really have to worry ab about that being a thing. Um, I, I think it's cool. I really do want to see the different Spider-Man because we know Electro is coming, Is was already confirmed to be in that. Really? Yeah, that was confirmed know. ages ago. So Jamie Foxx, he'll be in that. I didn't know that. Well, I knew that Dr. Octopus was back and it was confirmed in the trailer. Uh, well before that, Electro yeah. was said to be in this. So Electro's in there, who is the villain of Sp Amazing Spider-Man 2. And then you've got... Um, apparently, Doc Ock, Doc Ock from, was in it. From the Green Goblin Bull rocked up. We saw that, yeah. Uh, apparently also, Lizard is in it. People slowed the trailer right down. There was like a figure they thought was Lizard. I thought I'd seen a little bit of that, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. apparently Sandman's in it as well. Okay, so you're getting all the ones from... The Tobey Maguire yeah. um, series as well as the Andrew Garfield series as well. Exactly. Yeah. And then plus, so that means it blends all together. And then they had the return of um, Tom Holland's, sorry, um, the Iron Spider was back in it. Yep, saw that, yeah. Yep. And what was, there was one more uh, key, key part. Like, uh, do you remember in Spider-Man 2 there was that train scene? Yes. And then... Uh, there was a moment Joey, where he was Joey Diaz was in Yeah, there. that's what I was like. Fun. hilarious because I thought it was funny. Like, um, like I didn't – because I used to watch Spider-Man 2 all the time. And then I actually – I remember watching it one time. And I was like, holy shit, Joey Diaz. I didn't uh, know. Uh, and then um, I kept seeing all these Joey uh, Diaz memes about it. It's like – You're going to have to go through me. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like transitions to on Joe Ro – like him telling the story to Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, let you tell me something, dog. I told that octopus <laughs> motherfucker. If you want to get to Spider-Man, son of a bitch, you're going to have to go through me. <laughs> I feel like if they could just let it back in that movie, just yeah, to do that yeah, one part again, yeah, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind it. You know? if I, I want to see a Joey Diaz cameo in the new Spider-Man. That's oh. what I want to see. Oh, man. That would, that would be fucking brilliant. It would blow everyone's mind, to be, be fair. Um, so we've got a few different villains coming in the new Spider-Man movie. It's No Way Home, right? Yeah. So it must be... So the way the storyline looks like it's tracking is... He's unhappy that um, that his identity has been put out there. Yeah. I don't want to sneeze. Bless, Bless me. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's his identity is a is a basically just leaked to the entire world, um, and then he can't really go back to his normal high school life. He's tried to, but it's put a lot of pressure on his family. Mm -hmm. Um, although they've 
it looks like he said like oh um uh it, it, so it must be MJ yeah so he's with MJ and obviously they've grown because they've gone through all this stuff but he goes well enough is enough I don't want it to be like this and ask for Strange's help it looks like Strange does some form of spell to affect reality in which that never happened yeah and then Wong was like don't cast that spell and then it causes something completely yeah. different out there. So it all started with Doctor Strange just wanting to fix his hands. Mm. Now he's got to fix the entire multiverse. Yeah, yeah. But I like how it's all linking in together. Yeah, they you do know. quite good with their writing and things like that to yeah. make everything woven in quite well. You know, they're linking Loki and WandaVision and Spider-Man now all together mm-hmm. for the multiverse. But we had this discussion one time we were doing a parallel blast podcast where... In the final episode of Loki, there's a moment where Kang the Conqueror, you know, he obviously you can't see this for the audio, but he looks across and he looks back and then he goes, we just crossed the threshold. Mm. Now, I thought that that was when Wanda and Mag- Agatha Harkis were fighting mm-hmm. and then Wanda gained her full power. Mm-hmm. But apparently that, that wasn't the case. You told me that. It was debunked. Yeah, it was debunked, but it could it could be anything to be yeah. fair. So what do you think it is? Because then again, maybe what if... Again, what if... If that was the moment when Strange fucked up the multiverse? Yeah, it could be because since that, that kind of kicks off the whole... It must be Phase 4 that they're doing yeah. now, right? That would be kicking... Oh, is it Phase 4 or fi- Phase 5 now? Fuck beats me, mate. I'm going to say Phase 4 anyway, but that, that's them setting up the new Phase 4 yeah. movies and things like that. I think that's where Spider-Man sets this, all this stuff off because then it goes into the multiverse of madness and all, all those different movies. So, which we expected to see the Scarlet Witch in anyway in Doctor Strange, that was confirmed. Yeah. So it's kind of set everything up. But I really like that uh, in other, in similar Spider-Man movies like that and the animated uh, one uh, into the Spider-Verse, that explored different versions of um, sp- like Spider-Man as well and things like that as well as like you know the is it Spider-Man um, 3022 who's like he's in a different form oh, and he yeah, comes back yeah. so th- all these dis- di- like they've it's not the first time they've ever done parallel universes mm-hmm. um, where different Spider-Man interact with each other so um, it's not out of the realm of per- possibility that they have Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire I know they were on set but then you know, fans can be quite upset with they expect really great things, but it could really just be a 10-second thing. It yeah. really could be like... Do you remember on in um, Deadpool? Was it Deadpool 2? Yeah. And they were expected to have, like, cameos of all the X-Men. And then Deadpool opens up one of the doors, and it's all of them in there. It's all the different... Um, it, it's all the different X-Men in the new era yeah. of the X-Men movies and then they close it and that's all it was yeah. everyone was so hyped up but it was only a 5-10 second clip yeah. so I hope that n- no one gets their hopes up too high yeah. but I hope they d- but I, and that's also a bit hypocritical because I actually just hope they do something well yeah. with it and it looks like they will because if they've got the Villains from these other universes. Exactly. They should get the heroes from those universes as well. They could play with that idea that the two Spider-Men bump into each other while they're Peter Parker and like Peter Parker walks down the street and bumps into mm. Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker. Mm. Or, or 
I don't know, something along those lines. But one thing I've, I've learned as well when it comes to trailers is you can't be too attached to it, even though everyone was so attached to that Spider-Man trailer because it got the most amount of views in the 24-hour period. Yeah. and Which I thought was impressive. But, like, they did it with Endgame. Mm-hmm. Endgame, um, they had such a short trailer and you barely knew anything about the movie when it happened. So mm-hmm. what, it's the same thing with the Batman movie. They've only 25% complete, but they released a trailer for it, but now it's finished filming, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, so I am just open to all ideas. I'm not sticking myself to one idea yeah, when it yeah. comes to this. I'm trying not to get too involved because then again, I do have high expectations for the movie because, mm-hmm. you know, f- 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 this is, I feel like Marvel is going really, really hard lately. Mm-hmm. They're doing really well. They're doing really well, but I still feel like Spider-Man's like their biggest card. I'd say so. Yeah. Spider-Man's always, like, because Spider-Man's always been everyone's fucking heart. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I mean, Black Widow, great movie, great movie. Mm-hmm. But in terms of, like, character attachment, she's not got much to go on. No. Spider-Man, I think, was the original Marvel uh, character. Underdog. Yeah. Underdog. I think he was one of the very first. Yeah. And he was the most beloved by Stanley. He was his finest creation. Mm-hmm. You know, so that kind of makes a little bit more sense. But then again, I've got to say, Marvel's gone so fucking hard this year. I mean, Shang-Chi comes out next week. Really? Is yeah, next week? September 2nd. I fucking want to see it. Um, before we talk about Shang-Chi, I want to know, what, what are you thinking about this What If series that's now on Disney Plus? What are you thinking? I've watched one episode. I've watched three. I'm not, I'm just, look, don't first, get me wrong. The first one's a bit meh. I'm just not that interested. I'm just not that interested. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I will watch the um w- w- the T'Challa one where he becomes Star Lord. Yeah, that's but the it doesn't one. follow like the main plot of everything. It's not tied into the actual no. movies themselves. That's why I'm not that interested. Yeah, because yeah, you don't yeah. need to watch it. It just toys with that idea. It's like an extra series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hats off to them, but it's not. You know, it's not as important to me. Mm-hmm. I'm watch. I mean, I've watched other, a couple of other TV shows lately, but I know that the first one is about. Peggy Carter, if she becomes Captain America, mm-hmm. basically, and Steve becomes an Iron Man, I believe. What? Steve become, Steve Rogers gets like an Iron Man suit, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The second one is about T'Challa, uh, if he becomes Star-Lord, mm-hmm. and Thanos, if he never took over the universe, you know, it was yeah. diverted from that. I don't know what the third episode is about, though. Third one is, so basically it's the Avengers initiative at the very start. Um, like right before the Avengers Initiative like takes place, and it's from like the position of Shield when they're like recruiting everyone, um, and basically, like Tony Stark dies and se- etc. And a bunch of the different Avengers start getting killed before they ever become an Avenger. Really, and they have to kind of work out who's killing them. Yeah. It's not a bad one. Actually, like, um, the first one is a bit basic. Yeah. Like, it's a bit basic with, like, Peggy Carter becomes, um, not Captain America, but it would be, what, Captain Britain? I don't know. Um, And there's very little to look at. Although I did like that, you might not have picked up on it, but the, so Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., one of the big bads was that tentacle monster. That that actually controlled. It was an alien that can you know the tentacle thing that came out using the tesseract. They were fighting against near the end of the first episode. 
of What If? I can't I vaguely remember it, but right, go on. Right, that was actually um, that was actually a a villain in the Marvel's Agents of Shield TV show, and it was actually and it was much better done when it was not animated, but it would control people, and it would it, tr- it came over from one planet. Um, mistakenly, not mistakenly, but on accident, and then started controlling people and worked its way through Shield and things like that. So it, it was cool how they also played with an entirely different TV show and brought that into that. So they're being very smart with their writing, and I like it. Um, it the whole What If series, I get what you mean. It's like cool, but you can't get invested in it because it doesn't follow the storyline and there's no episode after it that mm. continues that said st- storyline. It doesn't go with the normal field like a Shang-Chi, the spy, uh, the recurring Spider-Man movies mm. and things like that. It's basically just like it's a cool animated spin-off to see. Yeah. People like the line, like to explain everything. They like the storyline. They like how each movie builds up to the other. It's like yeah. The Eternals. Like the Eternals yeah. comes out. I don't know when it comes out, but I think it comes out at the end of. It was delayed for so long. It was supposed yeah. to come out like what last year? Really? Yeah, because that's why that um. Remember that Kumal Nanjiani? Yeah. Nanjiani. Yeah. Um. He got like super jacked for that role. Super steroids. It was on that source. He's still on the source. You can look. He's got that HGH kind of look to him. Like oh, his jaw's He's all square, sucked yeah. out, and his jaw is like overly done. Um, and he's. Fucking source to the gills. <laughs> he is. Yes. Yeah, he true. says, oh, I only eat like cake once a year or whatever. I'm like, yeah. And you also take like a gram of test, dude. Yeah. Look it's massive. not like that, but you used to take the piss out of working out, saying it's to do with toxic masculinity. And then. He is, but he's, well, he's probably fucking toxic waste with like. The <laughs> he's the fucking, he's the fucking Hulk now. He's, he's yeah, enjoying he's, it. Enjoying his own steroid gamma rays or something. Yeah. I, I think the base for the movie looks interesting, but I hope they're going to answer the whole question, why didn't they interfere during Thanos? Why yeah. haven't they interfered yeah. throughout history? Which is kind of interesting because I remember I watched this uh, TV show that was very, very similar to the Eternals called Jupiter's Rise, Jupiter Rising or something like that. Oh, Jupiter's Ascending. Is that it? Jupiter's Ascending, Jupiter's Rising. What it, I can't remember who's in it. Uh, who's in it. But it's, it toys with that idea of these guys and, like, the superheroes and they didn't interfere throughout history because they had the rules and not going to interfere, but it's in a world where they're, like, all celebrities and stuff and, you know, one guy's trying to keep control of his family and his family's, like, breaking down. It was really good. Um, it, Eternals kind of gives me that vibe, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they're all, like, you know, never aging. They're all together. Yeah. Yeah. They all get their powers some mystic way and... You know they don't re- interfere with human conflict and all that, and that's their rule. Yeah. So there's a bit, of, there's a lot of similarities between the two. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I like the actors that are in it. I mean, especially one of the guys from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Forget his name, but he needs a redemption arc after what happened to him in Game of Thrones and what happened to Game of Thrones in general. And you know, Angelina Jolie's in it, so mm-hmm. she finally gets a superhero role that everyone's kind of been begging for. Yeah, I mean, I want to know how. Also, does it tie into other movies, and then are we going to keep seeing the Eternals down the line? I I, th- I don't really see it. I, I the Eternals I can't, aren't super like interested in. To be honest, it's like it's like a cool Marvel show I reckon to watch, but I don't think they'll ever use it 
in further timelines. Maybe in like a... Because f- for Marvel to continue to do these movies and not stop after Endgame, yeah. it means they want to set up another Endgame that's bigger than Endgame, if that makes sense. So like... What could be bigger than that? They'll do something. They'll have to fight some form of Celestial, which is why they're... I think they're setting up Galactus for that. They're, that was who is who they'd have to do, and they'd yeah. have to. That's why they showed, you know, the Kree in space and all things like that, and um, Nick Fury on a spaceship and all things like that. So uh, and Sword. So it's not Agents of Shield anymore. It's called Sword now. So that's what it's most likely going to go to. So for them to continue to make these movies after Endgame, it means they want to set something even bigger. Obviously, make even more money. Duh. But make something that's even bigger than Endgame. And essentially, I don't know if Eternals ties into it. I think the rest of them all do. I think Shang-Chi goes into it and everything. But I I don't know if it... Eternals probably doesn't feed into any other movies, but maybe that very last big one at the end of that timeline. Because... I mean, we'd have to watch it to see who's in it, but I don't think there's any cameos in it. Uh, if they don't really um, engage in human history, then I don't know if they'll engage in the next big movie, you know what I mean? So it might be just a one and done, to be honest. Could be. It could, could be. be. I mean, I think they just love team movies and they just want to have one of those. That There is quite a few big... Um, questions around that because the trailer doesn't give too much on a story arc to exactly. be honest. It's kind of just shows you the faces and, and maybe a few of the powers, but it doesn't really give you the uh timeline. It doesn't really give you like who is the big bad yeah. and who is and what's their thing. It doesn't really give you a who, what, why or how. And to be honest, that's not a bad thing. Because like speculation is always good for movies. Um and that's what's good about like the Spider Man movie because I've shown very little and that's good. It is a teaser trailer, but they've shown very little, just like Endgame, like you said, because speculation's fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. You know, Endgame had the smallest trailer ever, and it was a three-hour fucking movie, and you were, you, everyone had speculation, everyone was doing tons of breakdowns and mm-hmm. explanation videos in order to be, which just built to the hype. Yeah. So I think, I think um, the Eternals might be completely different. We just yeah. don't know, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't believe there'll be any crazy camos. But all I can say is it's been a great year for superhero movies. Like uh, how these Marvels and DC made the, the Suicide Squad. Did you see, by the way? No, I can't get in. No. It was really, really good. It was really good. It. it was really, it was MA15 yeah. as well. That's why I loved it. I just don't know if I want to watch it. Like the last one and the, I think there was Birds of Prey or something. Yeah. I never watched that. Well, because they had James Gunn and it was just, Oh man, the way they, they actually take the piss out of all the other movies and they rewrite everything. I feel like you would have liked it as well because you kind of like that more realistic stuff. Yeah. And that's, I mean, honestly, if you just go and see it yourself, but I was so impressed. They did King Shark so much justice. Yeah. There were some big surprises in that movie too. That I was like, yeah. wow, really? They introduced us to Starro as well, which I was kind of waiting for him to see on the big screen. Right. And then they also introduced us to they also reintroduced us to the thinker. Uh-huh. And also there was just there was there were a lot of things that happened in the movie you just wouldn't expect. And you forget that this is actually a superhero movie sometimes. You feel like it's actually just like a good mo- a different movie, period. It's a right. very, very different to most superhero movies. Right. Anyway, 
Um, there's one more thing I have to bring up now because you know we're re- it's relevant to the last set podcast yeah, and all. Yeah. Uh, Jake Paul's crew disrespecting Tyrone Woodley's mama. Everyone gonna go beat him up now. Everyone's gonna go beat that kid up. I was watching those like there was a sit down as well. Um, I don't know if you saw it today, but there was a sit down with Ariel Hawani. I watched about 15 minutes of it. Uh, oh, you missed like the last because it was like around the 18 minute mark is when they were talking a bit of shit. But, oh, okay. Um, yeah, it was just like Tyrone full on. He's not the he, best he, trash talker in the world, is he? No, but he did really well against Jake in that sit down though. Yeah. Yeah. Jake was fucking stunned. He had no idea what we. Okay, going break on. it down to us how so. Because he's saying, "Look, who in your neighborhood wears those chains? Who dresses like you? You're trying to. You're calling me. Oh, I'm a fake gangster. Well, what are you? You're just. You're stealing our culture. And he, and who dresses like you? And then Jake is just fucking like. <laughs> he literally does. He he had his mouth wide open. And then he's talk about I'ma clap them cheeks. I'm just like, yeah, that was weird. But that's what Jake is trying to he's just trying to fucking yeah. t- troll and take the piss. I think Woodley's doing fine. Because Woodley actually like went forwards a little bit and Jake retreated and I was like, Oh yeah. okay. It looks like um I don't know, they got they got asked the questions about PED use and things like that, which was interesting. Uh, I thought it was really funny that he said straight away, No, sir. Like like you'd rehearsed it. Do you have you taken PEDs? No, sir. What, Jake Paul? Yeah, they well, got, yeah. apparently there's a rumor flying around that he's. Well, well, everyone was like, it came. No, it started from Farah Sahabi. So yeah. Farah Sahabi said, "Well, I don't think they're doing testing. So if they're, if they're not, one hundred percent, Jake will be on PEDs because it was suspect about Logan because Logan, even Chael Sonnen, he said, I reckon Logan's on PEDs when he fought Floyd because he didn't get tested. So. If Jake versus Tyron isn't getting, and they're not getting tested, yes, again, like Jake is 24 years old. I don't think he needs any help, but um, like. The I don't buy it though. Uh, yeah, but the, th- but the thing is like, you know, it wasn't that long ago, like um, Bado Jack, his opponent, you know, he got uh, that person tested the second time they were supposed to fight and he popped. And that's a world-class boxer. So, you know, it's not uncommon for a lot of people in boxing to get um, popped for... Because you have to apply for that. You have to apply for your opponent to get tested and yourself. So, do you not think Jake would do everything he could to to beat Tyron? Maybe. Probably has to. But, to be, to. but to be fair, he's 24. Does he really need the help? Like... Physiologically, probably not. Probably hormones are fine. Um, One thing I've got to respect, though, is the ascension of Jake in the last seven years. Fast. Yeah. Just, uh, at least the last three. Yeah. Big Ever jump. since that fight with um with Deji, the kid's on something of a streak. Mm-hmm. That I've got to give him respect to. Look, people are saying to me, you know, people are asking me, what's your take for the fight? I don't have one now. I just I used to not now I have one. Okay, oh, well, I'll go first. The reason why I don't have one is because I know t- I've always we've always watched Tyron Woodley. I've watched mm-hmm. Tyron Woodley for years. I know he can crack. I know he can smack. You know, and he's a phenomenal wrestler, phenomenal BJJ black belt. You know, smacks around world class bo- uh, kick uh, fighters. But then again, this is boxing, and Jake Paul has definitely gone up a lot better. And you said it yourself in one podcast. You reckon Jake was better than Logan? 
Mm-hmm. And, 100%. Yeah, you know, sometimes I watch his footage, I try not to get too tapped into it, but, like, there's something about Jake Paul that he responds to in terms of pressure. He knows that everyone wants to see him fail. Mm-hmm. He knows that everyone wants to see him go down, and that's why he dials everything to a 1,000, and he's ascended very quickly in these last three years and he focused on just that one goal in mind. So thinking about it now, I would I would like Jake uh Jake Paul to win. Sorry, so I would like um Yeah. I don't know. You like Jake to win? I just I gotta I like I ate my words, man. I ate my words in um those yeah, that was against Ben. Yeah, I know it was Ben, but the thing is Ben just I was, we knew so, ben, I was so ignorant we, and blind. We, we, no, no, it wasn't ignorant. We knew Ben sucked. We knew Ben sucked. But right? we didn't admit it. We didn't admit it. No, we, we said Ben sucked. We just thought <laughs> Jake sucks more than Ben. Yeah. We and that just turned out not to be the case. Also, yeah. also, <laughs> Boy, were we wrong. Oh, but the thing is, Ben was a bit stupid as well. Like, yeah. all right, so the, Ben fell for the fucking the oldest trick in the book. Yeah. Fucking hit to the belly. Hit to the belly. Look like you're about to hit to the belly, hit to the head. Then he got dropped right away, and that was yeah, it. Yeah, that's all it took. I think I just oh man, like it's it's weird, but something's going on in my head saying, you all know, right. you gotta learn. Yeah, no, but I love Tyron. Tyron, I'm not. I'm. I'll, I'll take back my words. I don't hope to win, but the way that I see, it, I kind of feel like he's gonna win. But if Tyron wins, it's gonna be the downplay of Jake Paul. But then again, if Tyron lo- uh, beats him. I'll gain even more respect for Jake Paul because now when you look at it from a uh, from an unbiased perspective, he's what he's doing is great. You know, he's he's bringing back into boxing. You know, believe it or not, it is a let's put it this way. You know, people say it's an embarrassment on the sport. It's, it's a black eye it takes away from all the other boxers. Yeah, but it's getting people interested, and at the end of the day, it gets people views. Conor McGregor gone down. Still, always going to watch him. Gone down in terms of stock because he's talking so much shit with DC and now he's calling out Michael Bisping and those other things. But that's yeah, another topic. Yeah. You, uh, you make a good point though. Like, um, I used to think it was not so good for the sport. And I think to agree I was correct in the fact that the un- more unskilled fighters were more popular than the skilled fighters. And the skilled fighters that had been grinding all day were getting outdrawn by celebrities which Mm. shouldn't be correct but is it good for the sport like boxing hasn't done this stuff before yeah well well it's it's always been like this yeah um boxing still the sweet science and things like that yeah it looks like the 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 poor brothers are like learning and i think jake is obviously way better than logan um in terms of it's not his personality logan's a seems like a better bloke but Jake is the better boxer for sure. Tyron doesn't have a lot of time in order to move into this route. Has he been boxing for a while? Yeah. He's been he's been boxing people for a long time. It's a serious opponent for Jake, to be honest. Mm. Um, I mean, the kid's got balls on him, you know? But the thing is, I think Tyron will beat Paul. And I think in any way. I think knockout, decision. The longer it goes, everyone keeps saying the longer it goes just because Tyron's some muscly guy. I don't see Tyron gassing. No. I don't. He's gone to the fifth round tons of times. 
he's got a gas tank. He, you know, he's actually quite a reserved fighter. So, oh, we know that, but we know that he he can turn it on and he can turn it off. Is if the right tyrant comes there, or on fight day, he will fucking destroy Jake. But it's mainly, will he be switched on? And I think he will. I think. I think Tyron has been in some of the biggest, biggest fights ever, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the biggest one would probably be his fight against uh, Stephen Thompson at UFC um, 205. Mm. Um, and then there's, you know, his fight with Kamara. And yes, like, that didn't go so well. He's 39 years old. He's a little bit shorter than Jake. But I, I just, honestly, I don't think Tyron... Tyron is lacking the boxing experience as much as you may think. Like, he's been doing boxing for a long period of time and boxing actual professional boxers. I think it's all I think it is mainly because the physicality is always there. Mm. Tyron, he's fucking, look at him, he's fucking jacked. Mm. He probably came with a wound fucking with fucking 30 inch biceps or something, (laughs) right? So it's all, I think it's all mental. I think, I think if the right Tyron turns up and he's switched on and he's ready. Yeah. I think I think he'll fucking obliterate Jake. Yeah, I reckon you're right about it being mental because we talked about his last fights and we thought he was becoming a little bit gun shy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then again, that's when you're up against guys who've been fighting since birth. Jake Paul's a guy who's been fighting for four, for for four years or five years or whatever. But that's not enough compared to how many how much experience Tony Willie has had in terms of also striking abilities and the guys he's got up against like Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, for Christ's sake, you know what I mean? Like, he's one of the god-tier strikers in the UFC. I mean, t- to be fair, Tyron, they keep talking about Tyron being a striker. Wrestler. Yeah. With power. Yeah. That's, that's, what, that's all he is. Like, Daniel yeah. Cormier, wrestler. Did he knock out uh, Stipe Miocic? Fuck yeah, he did. Yeah. You know why? Power. Yeah. Is that a make him a striker? Fuck no. Mm. So, no, we're not under there. A lot of people, that's what the way they're spinning it. Oh, yeah. He's had a lot of experience in the striking. He's done training for sp- striking. Usually it's the overhi- overhand right hand, maybe a, a check left hook, but it's mainly been wrestling he dominates people with, and he's got fucking power if need be. Um, I think conditioning's there. I think drive's there. The main thing is just the right Woodley coming up on that night, and I think whoever pissed off um, Tyron Woodley's mum, yeah. fuck you have fucked that right up for yeah. Jake because yeah. if there was anything to get Woodley involved and actually get him fired up like emotionally, it was that, you know? It sounds like a Michael Chiesa moment to be honest. Yeah. Don't talk about <laughs> my mom. <laughs> Don't talk, ever talk, talk about, about my mom. Yeah, that was um that that was I kept seeing that meme for every time. Yeah, that's why I kept seeing as well, yeah. You know, because Tyron Woodley's sister was right there when someone said it or something like that, you know. She yeah. went up to them. She went, yeah. all right, let's go. Yeah. Let's go then. I mean, I respect that, but it's going to be a Monday morning for us, isn't it? Yeah, because um, it's the same way they did it with Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Because Floyd. Floyd wanted it to be Super Bowl weekend as in the Sunday, yeah. right? So that everyone could watch it because mainly all the fights in America would be Sunday for us, Saturday for them. Yeah. So... What they'll do is they'll put it on the Monday for us, which should be Sunday for them, and that means we get to enjoy it. 
because we get to see fights on on Sunday for us, we get to see the UFC, and then there's a separate day, and that means they're not really competing for streams. Mm-hmm. It means it gets the same audience just at a different time frame to watch it. Yeah. Um, smart marketing because the UFC fight night, no, it's free on ESPN, so they've got their cash ready to go for um, Jake Paul versus Tyrell. I actually think this sells really well. I think because, it does because they've got um, Tommy Fury. Tommy, on the Tommy Fury yeah. against uh, Anthony Pretty Boy. Taylor. Okay. Uh, he, I believe Taylor, he's been in Bama before. Really? I think I've seen him fight uh, against that Dean Barry, that Irish uh, MMA fighter. Really? Um, he might have been in Bellator. I think it's Bama I'm thinking of. Um, and then you've got a bunch of fighters here and there that are like decent names as well. But it does set, like, what they've done is set it up real well. Like, Whoever, with with Jake's done very well and so Showtime done very well with picking this event particular because if Tyron wins, he can go fight Jay Lee on Love, mm. which was the guy like that was talking shit to him before. Mm. If Jake Paul wins, he can go fight Tommy Fury, who was on the prelims to start with. So that they already have beef with each other. Mm. It sets it up well. So for... The real winner is Showtime, to be fair, and yeah. us, because we're going to watch it. Yeah. But um, the best man wins. I just think my official prediction is Tyron Woodley beats Jake Paul, I think, by decision. Mm. I'm going to get so much crap for this. <laughs> You're going to say knocks out Tyron, aren't you? No, I'm going to go with decision. You go with decision. Uh, I think what will happen is I'll go. Dis- they'll go decision, and then every single Jake Paul hater will go if whenever they've watched the fight or not, we'll call it rigged. Well, I, I mean, I don't, <laughs> and I won't <laughs> agree with that. But, but to be fair, like the reason why I go decision is I reckon Tyron will be able to land on Jake, and let's say the right Tyron um, gets to the ring and stays in the ring, right? Tyron can knock around Jake, but most likely. And because we know boxing's not the fairest of sports, they're not really going to want Jake to lose. Jake's got the marketing ability. He's got he's able to talk, and his last three fights against non-boxers, he's, he's been able to talk the talk and walk the walk. Mm. So they're probably not going to want him to lose. Uh, could Tyron fucking flash KO Jake? Maybe, but we've only seen him in four inch, four ounce gloves. Uh, 39 years old, power's not really going to go anywhere. Um, he's going to have more power at his natural weight because he won't have to cut. Yeah, there's a lot of questions. My safe bet is decision. Yeah. And J- if Jake takes around, and Jake takes around. But Tyron Woodley, I reckon, beats him by unanimous decision. Yeah. 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 I think that's about good. Yeah. I think that's a good, about calls it. Uh, um, thank you for listening, guys. Um we just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, mm-hmm. Hemp Can Labs. Go onto their website, use our code LSP. And guys, also follow us on social media. We've got some big interviews for next week. Uh, and we also, next time we will potentially be talking, it will be our 100th episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, again, with our sponsor, use a discount code LSP for 10% off all their products. So they specialize in CBD oil, uh, CBD infused coffee and gummies and things like that. Brilliant for inflammation, anxiety, 
uh, recovery and sleep and things like that. So if you want to take your rest and your recovery to the next level, head over to Hemcan Labs, look in the click the link in the description, use our code LSP for ten percent off, and uh, enjoy some uh, some cheaper products. Thanks, guys. All Bye. best. Take care. Bye-bye.